0: So Paul writes, I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. On a visit to the dentist this past week, I noticed The magazines that were available and many have not been read numerous times. You know, the ones where the cover's been torn, pages have been lifted. I found it quite odd that there was one on the top of the stack closest to me, in the front of the office, just across from the receptionist's desk. It was as if it had been there all alone. I took a look at the magazine cover still in its plastic, and couldn't help but wonder why someone hadn't opened the August issue of Vanity Fair. I mean, isn't this the magazine that sets the course of fashion, trending, and classic? Doesn't it cover all the latest entertainment news and current events? It even offers its readers a dose of the political. So as I surveyed the entire waiting area in front and in back of me, I noticed that it was the only magazine among so many that was still in its transparent plastic cover. I had to guess that perhaps it was the cover story and image that rendered it unreadable. In a moment, without even thinking, I asked the attendant, is everything okay with this magazine issue? It's the only one that's unopened, and I'd like to open it. She replied, oh, yes. We try to tell our patients to take them. We have so many. I may have been the only patient intrigued by this cover of an unassuming black guy wearing a gray hoodie and a gray T-shirt, wearing a a small diamond earring stud in each ear, a silver chain and hairstyle in two-strand twists, Maybe a little too ethnic or urban for some. I don't know, but you guessed it. It wasn't a cover story for a fashion mogul, but a Pulitzer Prize winning artist, Kendrick Lamar. That's right. This is the first for a non-classical or non-jazz musician and the first ever for a rapper. He's not simply regarded as the poet laureate of hip-hop. He has been nominated for 29 Grammys and has won 12. Yes, Harvard University has archived his work, and he has sold more than 17.8 million albums. Have you heard of him? Hmm. Yet to look at him on the cover of the magazine, one might not think he would have much to contribute to society, especially a magazine known for its coverage of fashion, entertainment, and politics. It reminded me of this week's tragedy in Florida, where yet another black man was shot down and his life dishonored by the state's stand-your-ground law. Or even the news of Ving Rhames having the police called on him for entering his own home. The caller said a big black guy is breaking in. It was nine years ago, don't you remember, when the same type of racial profiling targeted Dr. Herman Louis Gates Jr., who was arrested for trying to enter his own home. Then-President Barack Obama held what has been colloquially termed now the Beer Summit in the Rose Garden of the White House after responding to the issue of the police sergeant and Gates and their encounter. Yes, the arrest of Dr. Gates happened on July 16th, 2009 and the gathering at the white house on the lawn took place on july 24th nine years ago sisters and brothers what these stories continue to show us is the matter of knowing and not knowing at all the neighbor who called 911 on Rames denied having made the call when confronted by the police thank god one of the responding officers recognized the actor It's a sad day, you see, when a nation which prides itself on so much diversity treats its diverse citizens with a lack of compassion and basic regard for their humanity. Yes, we know and still aren't fully known. Kendrick Lamar's cover story and Pulitzer Prize were never a part of his bucket list, I'm guessing. Nevertheless, this Compton, California native prides himself on having been baptized in the faith who would have known? Today, I'm praising God that he didn't end up like Trayvon Martin or Marcos McLaughlin, shot down by racism and hatred in the Sunshine State of Florida. Instead, he's making music that has arrested the attention of the Pulitzer Prize Committee and not being arrested while being black. In this closing of chapter three, there is a prayer and benediction offered Yes, it's given the name of Paul, we find this prayer that reminds us of God's sovereignty, God's grace, and God's mercy. Lord knows we need grace and mercy right now. Yes, we are encouraged to allow the love of God and Christ into our hearts, individually and collectively. We are expected to comprehend the incomprehensible, the immensity of God's love, Yes, we don't understand this knowing that surpasses knowledge. It's as if it were some Hellenistic reference about special knowledge or gnosis or maybe a double negative. Hmm. I I don't know. Maybe it's like saying would instead of wouldn't. Which seems to explain itself to me. But the Ephesians text pushes us today, church. It calls us to be the church. The writer of Ephesians calls our attention to the notion of community and the love of God in Christ Jesus. It is written to Gentiles and Jews, a letter written by some person that, yes, has used the name of Paul here, speaking to this Christian group, we believe and want to say it's consistent with some of Paul's thinking. Because here, perhaps the community will understand this address, if considerate of the church with the capital C for Christian church, or lowercase c as they once met in house meetings. The church is not simply a building per se, but a called people who have gathered for a Christ-like purpose. We are a community of what someone once called bonded believers. The church instills hope and thereby offers reasons for families and individuals to persevere in the face of illness. Tragedy and loss, yes, because of God's love. The church helps persons who encounter a myriad of psychosocial issues, poverty, rejection, unemployment, isolation, loneliness, loss of parental rights, loss of transportation, barriers to access of health care, and yes, barriers to access legal services when needed. But I believe the church is a therapeutic community in many ways because of God's love. The church as a community and relationship can together help one another through any season, good or bad, up or down. We walk in the valleys together. We celebrate the triumphs of life together. We uplift one another by our testimonies of how the Lord has brought us over and through difficult seasons. Amen our bonded community of believers in the struggles of life and the struggles for the sake of justice and spreading the gospel beyond what we can see beyond what we can imagine or think because of god's love we need to understand today coming sunday after sunday to christ church doesn't make us christians our purpose and role are to carry forth the work and ministry of jesus christ we are the hands and feet of jesus in the world As one educator would say, the mission of the people who are the church is to reveal God as present to the world. As the people who make up the church, are we living into the role of being the church? You see, prayer and worship held held to sustain us just as this served the first century Christians. They were given encouragement with the expectation that they would look beyond the outward appearance to see that which the Spirit was building up, the inner being in each person to carry out the work of the gospel mandate. I believe the church is an agent for social change and advocates for justice, rooted and grounded in love, as Paul proclaims. Paul fervently praise here, interceding and asking that the church of new believers be filled with the fullness of God. You see, there is no us and them in Paul's mind when he offered this prayer. There is no black or white. There is no gay or straight. There is no rich or poor. There is no Jew or Gentile. Everyone has become a part of the family of God. Just like this emergent church, filled with sophisticated worldly elites only for themselves. Now, they have a new purpose. Now, they take up the cause of Christ. Now, in the eyes of God, we are all the same, just as they were the same. The text does not stop at Paul's eloquent, powerful, and elusive prayer. There was a benediction, an invitation to ask God in as we go out an invocation of divine blessing usually yes at the end of the service in many ways as god is the benefactor the one who dispenses the blessings of any nature that we are in need of we are the beneficiaries of god's divine blessings now aren't you glad that our god is a benevolent god aren't you glad too that our god sees ahead in time that we see or imagine God is not only concerned for some people, God is concerned for all people. No one is self-made. God has acted benevolently toward us, all of us. Isn't it wonderful after all the prayers, preaching, and songs of praise, a blessing comes your way? Isn't it wonderful that you get this benedictory prayer and ascending forth that helps you prepare for the challenges you face outside the church walls? You see, there are those found in Scripture that you may have become so familiar with that you wear it like an old sweater. Maybe you've come to like the one we find in Hebrews 13. It says, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his work, work it in you that which is well-pleasing in God's sight through Jesus Christ. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. That's not your favorite? Or maybe it's you you've come to appreciate the one that's found at the end of Jude, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of God's glory with exceeding joy. To the one and only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Not your favorite? Ah, uh, maybe you like this one that Paul has offered us today. Whichever you have come to know, it is important for you to realize that it is a special kind of prayer. It is the invocation of a blessing that is offered for us to go out into the world, signifying our appreciation and thankfulness to the one whose power works within us. It expresses our willingness to welcome God to walk with us and show us the way. Who would have known that this 31-year-old rapper, Kendrick Lamar, would come out of the depths of poverty and violence to win a Pulitzer Prize? Who would have known Paul, the greatest persecutor of the church, would go on to write such powerful prayers and benedictions for the church's use even today? Who would have known that Jesus of Nazareth, who walked the dusty streets of Jerusalem, would go on to be the Savior of all God's creation? We don't know, and we cannot know on sight what the power of God is working within each and every one of us. As we depart from this worship, we need God's power to go into the world and serve. You may not have a problem getting up from your seat and leaving before the benediction. You may have no issue with skipping the final blessing of the service you may have no concern as to whether or not you have expressed your thanksgiving for God's many blessings on your life in that span of time, but I would encourage you not to leave worship without the final blessing. Maybe you don't need it, but I'm, I'm standing in need of a blessing today. Yes, that benediction from the Latin word meaning to bless, it is that expression of good wishes. I'm standing in need of a blessing today. You may be standing in need of a blessing, also. I, I don't know what blessing you're in need of. Maybe you're standing in need of a marital blessing. Perhaps you're standing in need of an employment blessing. Perhaps you're standing in need of a familial blessing. Something is breaking loose in your family, or perhaps you're standing in need of an emotional blessing. You need something to help give you the strength to stand day after day. And maybe it's a financial blessing that you're in need of, or perhaps you're standing in need of a housing blessing, or maybe you're standing in need of a transportation blessing or an educational blessing I don't know but God knows what the blessing is that you need as you wait for it as you look high and low for it may you come to know the God of all grace who has called you to eternal glory in Christ May you come to know the God who will rescue you. May you come to know the God who will support and strengthen you. May you come to know the God who is able to establish you like no human being can. Maybe you come to know the only wise God who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the throne of glory. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine. To God, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen.